Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, everyone. I am so excited to be recapping my favorite 90210 episode for you guys called The Camping Trip. Season 2, episode uh, 2. Wait, hold on. Season 2, episode 7. I'm sorry. <laughs> so this is coming off of those amazing summer episodes, okay? Uh, for example, the one where Dylan and Brenda break up. Okay, Dylan's surfing accident. That was right before that. Uh, what else? My gosh. Um, the episode where da- uh, David Silver's dad and Kelly Taylor's mom got together. Um, the episode where Brenda and Andrea are in love with their uh, theater teacher, Chris? Chris Suter. That was his name. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. And Brenda slaps Andrea and it is freaking amazing. I mean, she's doing it for a play, but she really like slaps her like it's just the best, you guys, okay? So I am so excited to be to doing this one. Um, I'll go really quickly over the songs from this year, or from this, this day or week or whatever. This episode aired August 31st, 1991. And what I have here, there's some great songs, guys. Now, I just want to point this out. I was not quite in junior high yet. I had a couple more weeks till I started. Number one, Everything I Do, I Do It For You, Brian Adams. Remember that song? Number two, Fading Like a Flower, Roxette. Number three, It Ain't Over Till It's Over, Lenny Kravitz. Whatever happened to that guy? Number four, one of my, my husband and my favorite songs, Wind of Change by the Scorpions. Number five, The Promise of a New Day, Paula Abdul. God, that was a great album, you guys. Spellbound, oh, wow. Number six, Every Heartbeat, Amy Grant. Never a big fan of her. Number seven, 3 A.M. Eternal. I can't even think what that how that song goes right now. Number eight, one of my favorite songs from this time, like when I was, gosh, I was only 12. I Can't Wait Another Minute, High Five. That was a great song. Number nine, Motown Philly. Uh, number 10, Things That Make You Go, Hmm, CNC Music Factory. Those are all stellar songs, you guys. I mean, most of them had a career after this. They weren't all one-hit wonders. KLF might have been... Oh my gosh, I kind of remember how that song goes, but I, I won't bore you with that. And then if you keep going, Summertime, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Crazy Seal. Oh, there's so many good songs, you guys. Temptation, Karina, Too Many Walls, Kathy Dennis, Good Vibrations, Marky Mark. So, I mean, great TV, great music. I didn't even look at the movies, but let's look at the movies too, shall we? Let's just do it since we're already here. Okay, I found a few good movies here. I mean, movies. <laughs> I don't know if they're necessarily good. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's a cartoon. Sorry, guys. Child's Play 3 came out August 30th, 1991. Uh, I don't recognize any of these movies, you guys. Like, seriously. What the hell? Are- Silence of the Lambs, August 20th. Oh, that was the making of Silence of the Lambs, August 20th. I don't think I'm on the right page. The Commitments. Remember that movie? That came out August 14th, 1991. Mystery Date. August 16th, 1991. And I remember that song by Seal was in Mystery Date. Okay. Oh, Pure Luck. 
I saw that in the theaters with Martin Short and Danny Glover. August 9th, 1991. Bingo. August 9th, 1991. All right. So some good movies. But I when I looked the first time I saw uh, Hot Shots, that was one of the ones that came out. And the other one was Terminator 2. I have seen Hot Shots. I have not seen Terminator 2 nor Terminator 1. Okay, we're going to get started. Now, I just want to tell you guys, I'm recording this on Sunday. <laughs> like four days or earlier than I start recording an hour-long episode. It usually takes me a couple days to do an hour long. I'm recording this on Sunday. I was planning to record this on Thursday or Friday. <laughs> That's how excited I am to get into this episode. And I hope you guys like it as much as I do. I mean, I know some people think this is the worst one of 90210, but this is like the best one. And I will go to my grave saying that. <laughs> Here we go. Before we get started, let's recap a little bit about where we are. I went over that David's dad and Kelly's mom are dating. Dylan was just in Hawaii for like the whole summer because remember his dad got arrested in the surfing accident episode and he lived at the Walsh's for a little bit and then he went to live with his mom. He came back the episode before this. That was the Luau episode where they do the hookie lao. And that's another great one, too. And Brandon buys that lemon car. Well, he buys a car and it dies on Sunset Boulevard. Hilarious. Um, yeah, that is the same episode. I had to think about it. For, and he begs Nat for his job back, basically. It's really funny at the Peach Pit. Um, Brenda and Dylan are, like, kind of on again, off again. And uh, so at this point, they're off. Okay. But, you know, they still want each other. Kind of. I don't know if Brenda does, but Dylan definitely does. So, uh, and you'll definitely see that in this episode. Dylan, uh, I guess, uh, and this is, like I said, I did that episode, like, it's a Mother's Day? In the month of May, where Iris, his mom, comes back and lives with him, and he doesn't like it, and they get in a big fight, and she ends up moving out. Okay, so this is a few episodes before that one, the Necessity as a Mother episode. So now, she's living with him, and uh, he doesn't like it. (laughs) Big surprise! Here we go. Okay, so we start off, uh, Brandon and Brenda are packing, and um, Brenda is making fun of Brandon over his hat. Uh, it's, like, ugly. I, I agree, Brenda. Brenda is wearing, like, a white tank top and chino shorts, like, khaki shorts, and combat boots, because that was a style. I had combat boots. Brandon uh, is his normal, you know, style, just, uh, he's wearing, like, a Henley and jeans that was such a style in the 90s oh my god uh kelly comes in the house and said in, in the room and says um okay david's coming because my parent or my mom and his dad went on a romantic weekend and then she says well too bad dylan's not coming and she, well he's not coming yeah you know he wants to stay home with his mom because you know he, he wants he doesn't want to leave her he wants to make sure she's settled in because i guess i guess she just got back home so so uh, then we get the <laughs> then we get this scene. It's hilarious. Donna, nobody takes shoulder pads on a camping trip. Ugh. Brandon, tell him to give them back to me. And she doesn't need sixteen bags of makeup, okay? And Steve is not my father. I can. Donna, hey, don't hey, you hey, understand? Hey, hey, now Donna, Steve does have a good point. Thank you. You'll never wear half this stuff, and as far as I'm concerned, you never need makeup anyway. Well, thank you. All right, now let's get going, all right? We're going to have a great time once we get on the road. 
Yo, Dylan, what's the rumpus? Hey, nice wheel. Removable, huh? Yeah, she's got everything. Four-wheel drive, cruise control, removable seats. <laughs> I haven't had a John, we could live in it. Yeah. Send me a postcard, man. Thanks for the bags. Yo, Dylan. Sorry you're not coming with us, man. Oh, that's probably better anyway. My mom says that my planetary alignment is in severe disarray. Is that contagious? <laughs> okay, the shoulder pads. Let's talk about the shoulder pads. Who does bring shoulder pads on a camping trip? Um, I guess in the 90s, that was a very hot commodity. You had to have shoulder pads. And, you know, Donna's the fashion queen here. Uh, <laughs> bags of makeup. Honestly, I, I will be honest with you. I If I'm going on a camping trip with all my friends, but there's no guys I'm specifically attracted to, I'm not going to give a crap what I look like, okay? It's camping. It's a camping trip. You're going to get hot and sweaty hiking around. You don't need makeup. When I went to Yosemite, I didn't wear makeup. I don't think I did. I might have. But that was just my husband. My husband's seen me at my worst, as we all know. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, anyways, uh, Dylan walks in and... You know, that scene I just played, Dylan just looks, he's so hot. He's just wearing a rolled up white t-shirt, right? rolled up sleeves, white t-shirt, jeans, oh, gorgeous. His hair's the pompadouriest. <laughs> and um, he tells Brandon that uh, his mom left him for the, she has to go to, was it Sedona? I think she had to go to Sedona. I really should know this. I've seen this episode about 800 times. Uh, but she leaves him, and Dylan, is he doesn't want to go with them, but Brandon convinces him. And then Brandon goes and tells Steve, hey, make room for one more. McKay's coming with. And he's like, good, I'll re rearrange a couple hundred more bags. So then Brandon goes and gets some clothes, and <laughs> we get this scene. Okay, be extra careful on those deep hiking trails. We will. And be sure to head back to the camp well before dark. We will. Make sure those boys stay on top of you. When you're hiking, that is. Mom, don't worry, Dylan's not even coming. Oh, yes, he is. He is since when? Since now. Here, open up this bag. Brandon, it's uh, too full. Well, you don't want Dylan to go naked, do you? Or do you? Let's just see what we can do. <clears throat> Brandon, where's your sister already? If you don't leave soon, we'll never make it to camp before dark. Steve, you gotta get over this rush hour mentality of yours. I keep trying to tell you. Think vacation. Think fun. Think let's go. I'll get her. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I always loved that scene. Make sure those boys stay on top of you. You don't want Dylan to go naked. You don't want Dylan to go naked, do you? Or do you? And Brandon just gives you this look. Oh, God, it's so funny. Um, I love it. I just love the brother-sister dynamic there, the joking around. I just love it. It's hilarious. And then um, Dylan and Brenda have this uh, sweet moment where... He's like, maybe I shouldn't go. She goes, well, you have to go because I just <laughs> I just repacked this entire suitcase for you. And no, I, I want you to go. And he's like, it wouldn't feel really, it wouldn't feel weird with me there. Why shouldn't we feel, why should we feel weird? It's going to be separate cabins, boys and girls. You know, and she's like, it's going to be fun. Let's go. You could tell Dylan's just kind of like not wanting to do this. So we kind of know where it's going to cause some problems here. But, um, and then you see them leaving. And you see uh, Brandon's hiking boots sitting right by Brenda's bed. They forgot him. That will come back to haunt us. Okay, I gotta talk about the outfits here. I, 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 it just needs to be said. I told you what Brenda's wearing. She literally looks like Annie Hall. She's got like an Annie Hall hat too. Okay. Donna is wearing like a 
jungle looking like jungle the hell is that palm trees jumper with her sleeves rolled up too everybody's got their sleeves rolled up except andrea kelly's got her sleeves kelly's just wearing jean shorts jorts whatever you want to call them andrea looks like a like a teacher she's wearing like a skirt a shirt and like a scarf onto on her neck what the fuck david is just you know being david he's the most normal one dressed steve is wearing a long sleeve button up shirt like he's going to church or something and some khakis brandon and steve or brandon dylan and david and kelly look the most normal uh david's <laughs> david's holding a <laughs> holding a video camera that's all he does this whole episode. It's, this is one of the reasons I love it so much. So anyways, they do like this cute little cheer before they, they head out. And then you see them traveling. And it's a long way. I mean, I it's not it's not, not a long way from me because I live like two hours away from Yosemite. They live about four hours because they live in L.A. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a long trip. But um, it shows them. They're singing, California, here we come. And then uh, you see that it starts raining, and this is where their trip goes sour real fast. Oh, God. It's, this is just such a funny episode. Well, they're stuck. I don't know where. Some, somewhere right before Yosemite. Like, I don't even know. It, they never specify where they're at. They're just in the woods somewhere. And they're at a cabin, like a, like a, a rental place. And they're under this uh, awning with the rain it's pouring rain and they all look pissed and kelly's like i can't believe you didn't get you didn't check the weather report <laughs> he's like <laughs> steve's like i didn't forget to check the weather report i just didn't believe the weather report can we all relate to that come on so brenda and dylan come back and she's like well we got good news and bad news uh the good news is there's one cabin left and what's the bad news and she opens up the door and it's a total shithole. There's leaks. Like, there's three different leaks in the place. It just looks really bad. And <laughs> David is always cheery as ever. He, you know, he just rolls with the punches. The accommodations, those sparse, have got an undeniably rustic ambience. Turn that thing off already. Hey, come on, you guys. It's not that bad. Uh, yeah, if you don't mind the smell of mildew. There aren't enough beds. Where are we all going to sleep? Hey, we'll get it worked out. We've all got our own sleeping bags, remember? Great. The floor's wet, though. Hey, um, maybe it'll dry if we get a fire going. Well, not with this wood. Soaked. I need a good hot bath. Don't count on it, Kelly. No tub, no hot water. Oh, and be careful with the toilet seat. It's got splinters. Oh, that's horrific. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Over there! Over there! A big spider! A big one! Hey, sorry, Charlotte. You are history. I've had some um, bad experience with spiders. It's okay. I feel the exact same way about rodents. Maybe there's some bug spray under the counter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's it. You guys are right. This place is terrible. What's the matter, Brent? Mouse trap under the sink. Empty or full? Empty. But the cheese was nibbled. Oh, my God. What's the problem, Brent? There's no mouse. Okay, I just love how David is walking in with a video camera. You know, everybody's like, ah, oh, fuck, this place sucks. And David's just like, 
hey, it's kind of rustic. I kind of like it, you know? And then everybody's complaining about the place, you know, where the... <laughs> When David says there aren't enough beds, where are we all going to sleep? Dylan looks at Brenda. Oh, God, it's so funny. I remember when I first watched this episode and I was like, ooh. You know how like like on a, on a sitcom when somebody kisses, they go, ooh, you know, just like that. It was so funny. He just looks at her and she's like kind of looks away like scared. Kind of, you know, how she was like, you know, when they had sex and she was like, I can't see you anymore. Which, by the way. Let's talk about that for a second. I just watched, um, uh, I just watched the, the, I, I watched it a couple of times, but it's a Beverly Hills 90210 unauthorized story. It's from Lifetime. It's a Lifetime movie. And they said on there that once that episode aired where Brenda lost virginity to Dylan at the, at the spring dance, they had to, it, like, they had to make it have consequences you know what I mean so like she either had to have like a pregnancy scare or break up or whatever so she had both she had a pregnancy scare and then she broke up with him they couldn't keep dating they couldn't keep having sex and for the rest of the show for what I remember I mean they don't really ever show them in bed together um they really don't they don't show it they kind of show it at the very end of season four but just for a split second but anyways, that, that's something interesting, huh? They just kind of had to break them up because the networks didn't like it. Very The network didn't like it. Very interesting. Okay, getting back to this, though. So they're complaining about the spiders. They're complaining about the mice. And it's funny how we kind of learn these things about the, the characters. You know, Andrea hates mice. Brenda, no, sorry. Andrea hates spiders. Brenda hates mice. Then Brandon... Uh, you know, yeah, he's he's like, well, let's go. Get, I'm gonna go get some firewood, and we get this scene. Look, guys, I'm gonna go get some dry firewood. Make a fire, warm this place up. As soon as I change my clothes, especially my shoes. Ben, where are my hiking boots? By the bed. Where? By my bed. In my room, in our house, where I really sort of wish I was right now. You left my hiking boots by your bed? My perfectly broken in dry hiking boots by your bed? So now I have to climb up Half Dome in sopping wet, slippery tennis shoes because you left my hiking boots by your bed? I just have one question. What's that? Are we having fun yet? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I have so much to say about this. First of all, when Brandon is like getting pissed at Brenda, everybody's laughing and smiling. It's hilarious. Like Steve's like, ah, ha, ha, you know, brother, sister fight. And you can see the moment when he says, where are my hiking boots? And she like, oh, shit. Like she remember, she remembered that she forgot to pack them. And the reason she forgot to pack them was because Dylan, they had to put Dylan's stuff in there. So she took him out and she, and she never put him back in. And I have to mention, though, because I just got back from Yosemite. I went in the end of April. I went in May. Okay. And, of course, it's during COVID. So they have to have certain rules about hiking Half Dome. But back in, or I don't even know if, if before COVID, if this was the case. But when you want to hike Half Dome, you have to have a permit. You have to, like, be on a list. You have to register. I don't think you can just say, hey, unless Brandon registered, you know. 
say, hey, I'm going to climb Half Dome today. You have to, like, pretty sure you have to be on a list. I don't know in 1991 what the situation was, um, but I just want to point that out. Um, okay, so they're going through all the food that they brought, and it's all soaked because it was all on top of the car. Everything was on top of the car in that, like, luggage rack thing. So they have soggy cheese puffs, soggy sandwiches, all kinds of stuff. So they have no food. And it's just a big mess. Okay. <laughs> I didn't clip this. I, I'm going to be clipping way too much. But I <laughs> I have to talk about this scene. So, uh, like, after they went through the, the food and stuff, David's like, I'm missing music, man. I can't believe nobody brought a CD player. I mean, he's right. I, I'm on. If, if I had to say who I was most likely on this show, I'd say I'm Dil, I'm David. I always have to have music. Um, I, I don't dress like as hip as he does, you know, but <laughs> I was kind of the nerd in high school too. But Donna, Donna's like, oh, I almost forgot. And she goes to her luggage and she busts out this old school Walkman, not even a is it even a disc man? Hold on, I gotta check this. Nope, it's a it's a Walkman. It's a Sony Walkman, not the yellow one, just a black. This is like a, a regular Walkman. I mean, we all had these, right? <laughs> and she, she's like, we could take turns, and Steve's like, that's stupid. And then Kelly says, not as stupid as driving hundreds of miles through a rainstorm. Okay, I have a question about this. So did he just think that the rain was gonna stop and they're just gonna keep going until you know just make it to their destination? And let it all just pour on their luggage? I mean, yeah, you stop. He just, he was trying to make good time. He was trying to get through the Tioga Pass, which, if you go to Yosemite, the Tioga Pass is far. It's far away from the, from the entrance. There's a couple different entrances, okay? But the entrance we went through, Tioga Pass was closed, first of all. It's always closed a lot of the time because there's either snow or like rain affecting it but the Tioga Pass is is not right there it's far out you go through you get you get in Yosemite and you have to you have to get to the road that leads to a Tioga Pass unless you go through a different entrance and I don't know what entrance they went to I have no idea I'm just saying um but it's interesting that he just kept driving he's like yeah who cares <laughs> all these people I got what I got eight people Eight people, seven people that I have luggage up there, including eight, including myself, and we're just gonna keep driving through the rain. Why not? Good lord. Okay, well then, Steve has a bright idea. Hey, where are you going, man? Beer run. I'm gonna liven up this joint. Steve, forget it. Brandon, come on. Hey, don't look at me, partner. My drinking days are over. Dylan. You know he doesn't drink. Why are you trying to tempt him? Excuse me, I can answer for myself. Not this time. I'll go. What would your dad say? Hey, leave him alone. Not everybody in this party's got to be a deadbeat. You know, you guys make a perfect pair. Mutt and Jeff. You know, you say you don't want any now. But when I break out the six-packs, you'll all be begging for a brewski. If you can get any. Which really isn't likely. If I say I'll deliver, I'll deliver. Let's go. I'll go, too. Donna, for uh, the ride. Don't encourage them, all right? 
<clears throat> there's a there's something I, I need to get while we're out. Like what? Yeah, like what? Uh, uh, a feminine product, okay? Is everyone happy now? Okay. Uh, let me, uh, a couple of things I need to clear up here. If you've never seen the show and I sure as hell hope you've seen the show because it's a damn good show. But in season one, uh, Brandon got in a DUI accident and totaled his car, lost his license. He, he got it back now. Cause like in the episode before this, he had a car. He didn't have a car that whole time though, from like January on. And, um, Dylan is a recovering alcoholic as well. And the last time he slipped up... I guess he didn't have any slip-ups in season one. Yeah, so he hasn't had any. Until now, we're gonna have a slip-up in this episode. But, um, he kind of is really rude to Brenda. I can speak for myself. Yeah, that's... That's not cool, Dylan. Well... They go off, and Donna needs pads or tampons or whatever. They, <laughs> he's like, "Sorry, I asked." Like he has that look, like, "Sorry, I asked." Um, he, uh, Dylan. Okay, so once they leave, they t- Brenda and Brandon are arguing about the stupid hiking boots, and he's like, "Oh, well, you forgot my hiking boots," and she's like. How did you expect me to fit all that luggage, all that in the luggage when we had all this extra stuff for? And they look at both look at Dylan, and he throws a fit. I'm shouldn't have come. And he walks out in a huff and slams a door. And we just know like he's throwing his his typical Dylan fit. He he's he does that quite a bit, quite a bit. He's a drama drama king man total. And then Brenda, of course, goes after and chases him like she always does. I gotta mention, Brenda has the cutest bomber jacket on. Do you guys remember when bomber jackets were popular? Like the early 90s, maybe mid-90s? It's this cute little leather bomber jacket. I remember I wanted one so bad when I was like 12, 13. Just, it was so cute. I, I wanted to be Brenda so bad. I loved her hair. I just, I think she's absolutely gorgeous. Alright, moving on with the episode. Okay, now comes the part of the episode I absolutely hate, but since it's part of the episode, I have to talk about it. So the cabin next door is uh, Allison and Neil. They're newlyweds, and they actually saw their car when they were waiting to see if there was a cabin available. So Dylan and Brenda are outside by the vending machine, because Dylan wants a soda. And, you know, she's telling Dylan, uh, you need to be, like... You know, you, you need to mellow out. You know, if we're gonna, if we're gonna salvage this weekend, you need to mellow out. And he's like, I just don't feel like being left the party, okay? And she's like, okay, that's fine. Just don't be the death of it. Hmm? Good point, Brenda. So, uh, she gives, uh, Al- Allison's out there and she gives her a quarter for whatever the hell she's getting. I don't know. And then Neil comes out and with a blanket and they like make out in front of Dylan and Brenda, which is pretty weird. And uh, he, Dylan's like kind of looking away and then he slowly starts looking at them like, what the fuck? It's hilarious. He's kind of a visual. You gotta see it. Anyways, um, we'll, we'll, we'll see them soon again, unfortunately. Okay, so then we see Steve, David, and Donna. 
at the like what do they call it the um general store and he's complaining because the <laughs> the owner of the store didn't give him uh didn't let him buy alcohol or he was going to let him but he was going to charge him like double the price which i wonder what it was back then for a six pack of beer i don't know uh anyways he's like okay pl- time for plan b and he sees these two people coming out of a car they look like grandparents <laughs> and he's like he goes up to them he says i wonder if you guys can help me out of a jam and he shows them <laughs> like a a bill and he comes back and says we're in and she goes no way he's like i had to show him a 50 or i had to give him 50 but we're in so let's see where this goes huh (laughs) okay so as you guys can tell from the clip brenda and kelly are playing go fish but it's a very intense game as you can tell they're like staring at each other it's so funny he's got it's one of those visuals and then there, and then Brandon and Andrea are arguing about how to build a fire. Hilarious! Brandon is such a dick. He's always like, "I can do this better than anybody else." He's always like the leader, and I was, I've never liked him. He's funny in this one, but I've never liked this guy like ever. <laughs> and then, you know, Dylan's like, "Yeah, go get some from the newlyweds." And then, and then when he says to Andrea, Brandon says to Andrea, "Let's go." She looks so happy. She's like, "Oh, we get to go." See the newlyweds together because you know she loves Brandon, like she's obsessed with him. So, and then Be- Brenda and Dylan are in the same room, like by themselves together, and they kind of look at each other and kind of goes to the next scene. I'm like, hmm. But uh, so Brandon and, and Andrea go next door to see Allison and Neil to get some firewood, and Neil's like, oh, these fucking kids, and and Allison's like, come on in, sure, come have some hot chocolate. <laughs> And Neil's like, oh, no. Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, so then the next scene, Steve and David and Don are still waiting for their beer. And David's like, hey, these people come out. The same people, the grandparents. They come out and they get in their car and drive away. And David's like, "Um, Steve, isn't that your couple? He goes, no, David, they haven't come out yet. And he's like, I think that's them. And then uh, they notice that the store's closed, and Steve's like, "Give me back my fifty dollars!" Hilarious. Uh, so no beer, no beer for Steve, David, and Donna, and whoever's gonna drink it. All right, then we go back to Allison and Neil, and they're talking about how they met and how they fell in love, and blah blah blah. And Andrea's just like, "Oh, you went to you went to Harvard?" He's like, "No, I went to BU." And, you know, Andrea's always, like, about, she's always wanting to talk about Harvard. And then, and then they're just kind of just talking about, like, how did you know it was time that she was the one? It was just, it's, it's not worth mentioning, guys. It's really not. But the funny part is, uh, they start making out. Allison and Neil start making out. And <laughs> Brandon's like, okay, time to go. And he tries to get Andrea to go, but she's not, she's not leaving. She's sitting there watching them, like, hilarious so funny like he has to like pull her she will not leave it's so funny okay so we're back at the cabin and uh they got a fire going everybody looks a lot more comfortable and relaxed and they're all just talking and uh they have this conversation and the funniest thing about this conversation is the people playing these characters are well into their 20s except for maybe two of them 
So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, well, you'll see. You'll see why when I post it and when I clip it here. Man, I can't wait till I'm 21. Why? So you can buy beer? Big deal. Don't you wish you were older? Sometimes, but I'm really not in a rush to be out on my own anymore. Well, it's got to be better than where we're at now. Yeah, everyone's saying you can't do something because you're too young. Or you can't dance in this club. Or you can't watch this movie. You can't vote in an election even though you might know more about it than your parents. Who don't vote anyway? Well, my parents vote. Yeah, but they're different. Very different. They... They're the exception. It's like they've discovered the meaning of life. And what is the meaning of life, oh, Cosmic Steve? I haven't got a clue. You said it. Oh, like you do? Yeah. It's love. <laughs> yeah, love. Love makes the world go round, right? She's right. Well, I can't prove it empirically, but... I don't know, there seems to be a heightened awareness experienced by people in love that that transcends the physical plane. <laughs> but it won't buy you dinner when you're hungry. So what are you trying to say, that life is just about money? Survival. That's it. Getting by. How romantic. Love just gets in the way. Confuses people. Makes them scattered. I don't think those newlyweds next door would agree. And they seem pretty focused to me. Okay, I have a question for everybody here. How old are these kids? They can't see a rated R movie? They gotta be 17, right? Because they turn... Okay, Brenda was 17 in the Mexico episode, the very end of season two. So maybe they're 16? I know that they had to repeat their junior year because in the very first season they were juniors and then became juniors again. <laughs> so I guess they were they were 16 for two years. So I guess they are 16. They never really, they never say their ages except for like when they have birthdays. Like Dylan had his 18th birthday in season three. Uh, they never ever celebrate Brandon and Brenda's birthday. Kelly's birthday was... Her 18th birthday was in season three as well, but they never really celebrate birthdays. So you never really know how old they are. Uh, they, uh, right before the Mexico episode, Cindy tells Jim, you know, they are 17 years old. Okay, so let's just say that they're not 17 yet. So let's say they're 16. So that makes sense, right? But the funniest thing is the oldest one, the oldest one in this group in real life is Andrea. She was like 31 when the show started. So we're talking like 32 now. And she's talking about, can't wait to be 21. It's just so funny. I don't know. It just cracks me up. And you know, back when I watched this, I was 12, you know, they looked like teenagers to me. I didn't know any better. But anyways, I, I digress. <laughs> well, uh, Brenda's talking about how happy, you know, Neil and Allison are. And then lo and behold, Allison's at the door. I need to stay with you guys tonight. Neil and I got in a fight. I hate him. And uh, then we go to a commercial break. And we're going to find out why she hates him. Divorce. Don't you think that's a little drastic? Maybe you're right. We'll get an annulment. Oh, God. Does, does Neil feel the same way? Who cares? He's a fool and I hate his guts. Ah, the transcendence of love has again been transcended. 
So much for your theory, ladies. Allison, I... I don't understand. I mean, what went wrong? The bastard got me pregnant. So? He married you, didn't he? Steve, shut up. <laughs> that might be the best line in the episode, and there's so many funny lines in this episode, but... So he married you, didn't he? Oh my god, hilarious. Hilarious. Okay, um, yeah, so she's pregnant, and she goes on to say she just found out last week. She was gonna tell him tonight until she found out he doesn't want to have any more, he doesn't want to have kids. So, so Neil comes over, and, uh, Brandon has this lovely Ricky Ricardo impression. Is uh, my wife here by any chance? Oh, hello, Ricky. Come on in. Lucy is talking to Ethel right over there. Babalu. No, Brandon. Just no. No, no, no. You don't do Ricky like that, okay? Never. So, um... <laughs> so Neil finds out... <laughs> Neil finds out that they know what Allison's problem is. And he's pissed because why didn't she tell me? Why do... Why'd you tell a group of teenagers? Good, good, good point. Uh, very good point there. Uh, so Allison is like, I don't want to talk to him. Blah 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 blah. And uh, and then um, they have this conversation, which is very interesting too, with with their kids, with their teenagers. <laughs> Look, Neil. Uh, considering Allison's frame of mind, I think that you should let her stay where she is for the time being. <laughs> Great. Now I'm getting marital counseling from the teenagers. Okay. There he goes with that you're too young mentality. Never fails. Well, what do you know about it? Have you ever been married before? No, but a lot of us have been through a divorce. Two divorces. And a trial separation. And since we've been through it, we can tell you it's no fun. Well, hey, I don't want a divorce. Tell it to her if she ever comes out of the bathroom again. Take a seat. Anybody know any good divorce songs? What? Are all your parents divorced? Well, no, mine aren't, but uh, mine are, his are, his are, hers aren't, theirs aren't, and his are. Okay, so the conversation goes on, and we find out how old the kids were when they their parents got divorced. Kelly was three and a half, Steve was five, Dylan was six, and David was 14. And they just talk about I wonder if I would have not made so much noise in the morning if that would have kept my parents together. You know, stuff like that you think of. I mean, my parents are divorced. They got divorced when I was a lot older. I was like 21. <laughs> they waited till we were like, could be on our own and they got divorced. Um, but I'm telling you, I I knew it. I knew that it was going to happen from maybe... 15 on yeah they say they stayed together way too long um allison comes out of the bathroom and he finds out that she's pregnant and dylan has a freak out and i don't really know what this freak out is about it's just kind of weird it's out of the blue he goes i've had it i'm not gonna sit here and play dear abby you know, and like, just like, hey, can I use your apartment? Can I use your guys' cabin? You're not, you needing it right now. So he storms off. And I'm like, huh? What is he so pissed about? 
So he's throwing another Dylan fit. I mean, pretty common. Like I said, Dylan has lots of fits. Brenda chases him again. Dylan, what's wrong with you? I've never seen you like this. I'm just not into psychodrama. It's not my scene. How, how awful to fight on your wedding night. Serves him right for getting married in the first place. Just because your parents didn't make it together doesn't mean that every couple is doomed. Yeah, right. Whatever you say. I know you're having a hard time. But what? What do you know, Brent? You got a nice home, a secure family. My mom is a loony tune, and my dad is in jail, for God's sake. I know. I can't even imagine how that must feel. That's right. You can't. You can't even imagine it. So who are you to come down on me about my negative attitude? Dylan, I know you got a bum deal. But can't you look at what you have that is good? Like what? Like your friends. Brandon loves you. All the guys think that you're totally cool. I mean, every girl I know would love to go out with you. Every girl but one. I thought we both decided that it would be better to see other people. Yeah, better for you. Can't you just accept the fact that I care about you? And that I want to help you and stop twisting it around? Oh, I forgot. You care about me, but I'm just too intense. Okay, so Dylan's feeling sorry for himself. Like always. <laughs> I mean, it, but he's so hot. Like, if I was Brenda, I'd jump all over him. I, I like those bad boys, man. He looks gorgeous. Now, Dylan is wearing a Canadian tuxedo. He, <laughs> he has a jean jacket, a white shirt, and jeans. But he just looks so hot. Ugh. And, uh, you know, he's staring at her intently. And, like, there's definitely chemistry there. There's always so much chemistry with Lou Perry and Shannon. I mean, they might have hated each other in real life. But they definitely had chemistry. Um, so, yeah, he says... It was too intense. And she he basically threw those words back at her because when they broke up, she said, this is too intense. I can't handle it. So he's saying, yeah, you care about me, but I'm too intense. Great line. Great line. Um, and then him saying, yeah, well, serves him right for getting married in the first place. Hilarious. Um, wow. So then <laughs> Allison and Neil come in and they're all lovey-dovey and hold, like he's got her in his arms and they, they're, they're, you know, they're going to be happy about this baby. It's just going to take some time to get used to, blah, blah, blah. And then Dylan says this. I'm already getting used to it. Hopefully by then Neil would be too. What if he isn't? Oh, I probably will be. But you don't know, Neil. Well, then, that'll just be our problem, won't it? No, it'll be that kid's problem who didn't ask to be born in the first place. Dylan. Dylan, nobody asked to be born. That's right. That's why you better make sure you want this baby or else give it to someone who does. You know, you're making a lot of assumptions for someone who doesn't even know us. I know what it's like to grow up being constantly reminded that you are a mistake. And if you're not prepared to love that baby or give it up, you might as well have an abortion right now. Dylan, stop it. Fine. It stopped. What the fuck? Who says this? And first of all, this is 1991 and Dylan used the A word. Okay, that was a big no-no back then. You didn't talk about abortion. 
you didn't talk about on shows you didn't talk it just wasn't talked about it wasn't and this is like a big deal I think this is the first time I ever heard about it on on 90210 um trying to think if anybody had one on the show well Valerie says that she did but I don't believe Valerie I don't I think Valerie faked a pregnancy to get money off the guy that was way I think that was season six that's a great episode too but anyways um <laughs> um i don't think anybody else got one they talked about it like when andrea got pregnant they talked about an abortion um but this is early guys this is early 90s and they're talking about abortion it was just kind of a, a surprise uh so yeah what the hell dylan like seriously what is he doing like Okay, you might not have been wanted, but don't don't assume other people what they're... Exactly what Neil said. You're making a lot of assumptions. He's right. He is. And then Brenda's like, oh, hell no. I'm so humiliated. I'm so embarrassed by him. Dylan, like, storms off. And um, she goes back... <laughs> she goes back to the, uh, the other cabin. And Kelly's like, how was the honeymoon suite? Like, ooh, what'd you guys do? She goes, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I would definitely would not want to talk about that. And Brandon asked Brenda where Dylan went. He stalked off, like like every other episode. And Brandon's like, okay, well, the van's open. He can go sleep in there. <laughs> what? How about go look for your friend? There's bears out there. Oh, my God. He doesn't even have a flashlight? Hey, there, there was no cell phones back then. You didn't have a flashlight on your cell phone, okay? It's pitch dark out there. Anyways, Dylan said, sits on a log <laughs> and takes something out of his pocket and it's a little airline bottle of whiskey and just chugs the whole thing. That was it. That, 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 and then it goes to commercial break and we're like, oh, no, Dylan, you've been sober for so long. Don't fall off the wagon. And uh, when I watched this, I didn't even, okay. I didn't start watching 90210 until, like, the spring dance. So I didn't even know Dylan was an alcoholic. I didn't know that was his history. So I was like, what's the big deal? He's drinking. Who cares? <laughs> you know? But um, it gets funnier, though. It gets funnier. But uh, so we go to the commercial break. And then the next scene, Brandon goes to get Dylan. He thinks he's sleeping in the van. <laughs> Apparently he thought that Dylan was going to go straight to the van. I don't think they had this conversation prior, so I don't know why Dylan would think he could go sleep in the van, but whatever. And he doesn't see him there. But uh, it looks like he, he did sleep there, but he wasn't there. So he goes and looks for him in the woods. <laughs> Dylan's just sitting on that same stump. <laughs> sleeping. And then and <laughs> Brandon's like, you sleep out here? He goes, uh, no, he didn't say that. He's, he said, uh, how'd you sleep? Not very well. Well, okay. And he goes, uh, I think I needed a drink. And he shows him two bottles, airline bottles, you guys, airline bottles. And he's like, I got, I puked my guts up though. And Brandon's like, those two little bottles. <laughs> That's exactly what the viewers are thinking. What? How did you puke your guts up with two little bottles? That's like two shots. He goes, yeah, it wasn't the booze, man. It was everything. I'm like, what does that even mean? So then he's uh, he's bitching about how his mom left him. And Brandon's like, you got to stop beating yourself up about this. 
you know, and, um, and then, you know, just, Dylan's just like, well, who do I beat up? My mom, my dad. And it's just, he's, he's just, he's such a sensitive dude, you know, he's just always so sensitive about everything. And, um, and then they decide to go for a hike. (laughs) So, um, we will see what happens next. Then David is recording the morning in the cabin with everybody. And this is, uh, this is so funny. It's a brand new morning here at Huckamuck Lodge. And as you can see, some campers tend to be less bright-eyed and bushy-tailed than others. We've heard tell of some wild boar living in these parts. Give me a break, okay? Oh, is that a little early for this, David? David, get out! Haven't you people ever heard of Cinema Verite? Steve, what are you doing? Leave me alone. He's clearing his sinuses, or so he claims. It's true. I am starving. Let's order room service. Oh, that'd be great. I'll have bacon and eggs and French toast and a basket of sweet rolls. Make it two. Why am I eating this? Well, Brenda, I think there's some cheese left in the mousetrap. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) I just love that. I don't know. It's so funny. Um... I remember laughing so hard when I first saw it. Like, she, he tries to follow Donna into the bathroom. Hilarious. But um, then Brenda notices that uh, the van's gone. I just want to clear something up. I know this is way past, but <laughs> the person who plays Neil is somebody pretty familiar. Uh, it's His name is Peter Mark Jacobson. But in this episode, he goes, as, goes by Peter Mark. He was Fran Drescher's husband. And um, I don't know if you guys know the story of this. I'm a big nanny fan, big Fran Drescher fan. I read her book and everything. Peter Mark Jacobson was uh, married to Fran. Let me see how long ago. I don't really have... Let's see. Can't even find it right now. He was married to Fran for quite a while. And uh, she found out that he was gay and they divorced and they still like remain friends and she wrote all about it in her book it was called called cancer schmancer i can't remember what it's called right now uh it was good though and uh he's the co-creator of the nanny one of my favorite shows i'll definitely be doing shows of the nanny on here and i just wanted to point that out because he's kind of popular but i guess this is before he was like really really popular he was also on I'm going to look him up here. Okay, well, he hasn't really been in a lot of stuff because he's more of a, like a, he's more of a producer and writer. He wrote episodes of Who's the Boss, The Nanny, What I Like About You, Happily Divorced. He was an actor in Murphy Brown, Babes. I remember that show, Babes. Uh, Matlock, The Nanny, Happily Divorced. Happily Divorced was her, uh, Happily Divorced was cute. It was actually a show about Fran Drescher and Peter Mark Jacobson. And they basically, she, he found out, she found out that he was gay and they still, like, lived together. Uh, I'm just going to read this real quick. Jacobson and Fran Drescher were married in 1978 and moved to Los Angeles to launch their careers. Jacobson and Drescher divorced in 1999 after being separated for years. Wow, that's a long time. 
The couple had no children. He be- he came out as bisexual to her after their marriage ended. Oh, okay. I was way off. I thought that. I thought that they got divorced because he was bisexual. Okay, well it, it doesn't matter, but I just wanted to point that out because that's um. He's kind of a big name. He 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 deserves a mention. I don't know who Allison played. I mean I, I don't know who played Allison. I don't even know here, but um, here I, I have that name too. I may as well give credit where credit's due, right? Gina Lamond. Okay. Don't know. She didn't look familiar to me, so I'm not going to point anything out. Okay. Uh, Brandon notices the van's gone. And Dil- then it shows Dylan and, Bran- Dylan and Brandon, like, walking. And I'm looking to see where they're at right now. And it doesn't look like Yosemite. It looks like... I don't know. It just doesn't... It- they're at some kind of waterfall. And then... <laughs> We get to see. Okay, I just want to point out that it doesn't look like Yosemite. It looks like maybe, like, the town before Yosemite. <laughs> but it's okay. They're not supposed to be in Yosemite. They just never say where they are. They're not supposed to be in Yosemite. They they haven't got there yet. They haven't even gone through the entrance yet. But um, Brandon and Dylan, they, they want to go up to the highest peak that they can see. And we all know it's coming next. Sometimes I try to imagine my future and I just can't see anything. I try not to look too far ahead. You know what they say, the future is now. Man, this is beautiful. Oh, Brandon! Oh, So you guys have probably seen the clip. Brandon is hanging off a cliff. I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm not laughing. It's not a funny thing. I mean, it can happen. But the funny thing is that he would not have slipped if he wasn't if he had his hiking boots. Brenda was almost the cause of Brandon's death. Yeah. 
I went there. Okay, so uh, Dylan saved Brandon's life, and now he feels like he's worth something. You know how Dylan is. And uh, it's a nice moment, I guess. I mean, Brandon's kind of an idiot for going close close to the edge. I mean, what a dumbass. When I was in Yosemite, I wouldn't go anywhere near an edge. And you better believe when I was in Yosemite, any peak that I saw, I'd be like, is that where Brandon was hanging off and Dylan saved him? In fact, I sent my friend Amber a picture of a cliff and I said, you think this is where Brandon was hanging? (laughs) You better believe I was thinking about this episode the whole time I was there. So, (laughs) uh, anyways, um, this is interesting though. The next scene, they're all sitting, waiting for them to get there because they're gonna. It's it's all sunny. I I forgot to mention that it's all sunny, <laughs> so it's all they they can go on to their trip. But <laughs> they're all sitting there waiting for. They don't know what what happened to De, bleh, bleh, that Brandon and Dylan, so they're a little worried. And Andrea says, uh, "Yeah, you know, the." Uh, the front desk said there's rock slides in the area. <laughs> well, there we go. Brandon was in a rock slide. <laughs> Makes sense. But yeah, um, I mean, it's a little scary because it can happen. It happens all the time. So many people fall. People get too close, they fall. They die. They fall to their death. Uh, Brandon, Brandon uh, I, I forgot to mention, Brandon loses a shoe in this debacle. So, uh, that sucks. So his shoe is down in the canyon somewhere. <laughs> um, but it's a cute little moment between Dylan and Brandon because they kind of like have a bond. You know what I mean? So it, it's kind of cute. Anyways, they get back and they're filthy and Brandon, Brenda's like, what the fuck happened to you guys? And they don't tell her. They're just like, you know, nothing. We just went on a hike. And Brandon's like bleeding. His face is bleeding. His leg is bleeding. He's limping. <laughs> yeah. And, Bri- and they just don't tell her. No, They don't tell anybody. Maybe he told her someday, but he never tells her in this episode. My mistake. He does tell Brenda. I'll tell. I'll explain it to you later. Okay, so we just don't see it, but he does tell her. And then Dylan and Brenda have this cute little scene. Uh, Dylan. I... I know. Listen. About last night. No, hey, forget it. Although you did have me scared for a little while there. Yeah, me too, babe. Me too. But I knew you'd be okay since Brandon was with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think it's really cute how he calls her babe. Adorable. He doesn't really call her that that often. Um, and also, um, uh, the, the whole theme of, I knew you'd be okay because Brandon's with you. That follows him quite a long time. Brandon's always like this, the, the good person, the good, the good person who that, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna keep everybody safe and keep everybody happy. And, and, and they even say the same thing in the Necessity as a Mother episode. When they're looking for Dylan and Brandon and they don't know that Dylan's with Brandon. And then when they find out that Brandon's with them, Cindy says, if he's with Brandon, he's okay hilarious so that kind of that's that's where this little trend started i guess or uh but anyways uh then dylan goes and apologizes to allison and neil they're packing their car 
And he's like, good luck with your baby. And, you know, if it's a boy, you can name it Dylan. Yeah. Cute. Ha ha ha. And now, you know, it kind of got me thinking, what was the most popular boy name in 1991? So I looked it up. What do you guys think it is? Number one is Michael. Number two is Christopher. Number three is Matthew. Number four is Joshua. Now, like, the number one is, like, Aiden or Caden or something. Uh, my kid's name is, like, number 400 on the list. <laughs> That's why I picked it. I didn't want a popular name. But I just wanted to point out that the name Dylan really became popular after the show took got popular. So, like, Dylan, I, I would imagine Dylan was the most popular name in 92. Let's see. Nope, not quite. How about 93? Nope, it's the same ones. Michael, Christopher, Matthew, Joshua. Wow. I, I thought that uh, Dylan gained popularity, like, in the early 90s. I'm sure it did, but I'm not going to research it. <laughs> well, uh, we have one more scene, and this is the end of the episode right here. Okay, I want to point out that they're all standing by the car, and when Andrea comes up to them, Dylan kisses her on the head. What? Since when are these people all so chummy with each other? I mean, they're friends, yeah, but... Like, really? Everybody's, like, kissing each other in this episode. Brandon kisses Brenda on the Chiku horse. It's his sister. Ew. And um, Dylan kisses Andrea. Brandon also kisses Donna. Uh, it's just... It's weird. Um, so that's interesting. And they're all dressed kind of cute this time. Steve's wearing camo shorts, which is funny. You see that now. But it's kind of funny that he's wearing camo shorts when he's go going camping. Um, and like like it says, let's get on to Yosemite. So they're not there yet. I don't know where they are, but they're not there yet. Uh, and David's wearing an American flag shirt. <laughs> uh, it's uh, The style was so great, you guys. Oh my god, it was just so great. I miss the 90s. I mean, I was only 12 but I remember these styles. I remember the music. I remember the TV shows. I remember the movies. And you just can't, you can't beat it. You can't beat the early 90s. It was great. All right. So that is the end of this amazing episode. Now, it's a little corny. I mean, I won't lie to you. It's a little corny, especially with that whole thing with Allison and Neil. It's really lame. But I guess they had to have some kind of storyline like I said most of this episode I, I don't think I said this before but this episode is a lot of dialogue a lot of dialogue so it's an easy one to kind of recap because you know it's not all physical comedy or physical well, you know whatever it's not like Lucy you know where she's making faces <laughs> so uh and I just as I was recording tonight I just made the decision that in September I'm going to be doing back to school episodes and I'm going to be doing Wildfire. It's the next episode. And I'm looking now and it's not on Hulu. So that's a bummer. Um, probably because she sings Breaking Up is Hard to Do and they wouldn't give her the rights to that song. Emily Valentine. That's Enter Emily Valentine. This is a great episode. Uh, they go back to school. Dylan starts dating Emily. Brandon starts dating Emily. Oh my gosh. Good stuff. 
Um, in the end, Brenda and Dylan get back together. It's really hot. It's really romantic. And uh, I just love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So next week I'll be working on or I'll be recapping Marriage with Children, the camping show. Uh, man, if I get some more time sooner, I'll do it before my scheduled date of Friday, Fridays. Um, but I really want to do this one. I had my husband was watching a soccer game. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do my podcast because I, I feel like doing my podcast right now. Um, make sure to follow me at when TV was great podcast on Facebook. Um, I have a couple new members. Thank you guys. And, uh, make sure you give me a review on iTunes and I've had a couple of new reviews. Thank you guys. And I was going to say something else and I don't remember. Yep. I think that's all guys. I, I, I don't have anything else to any other news, any other housekeeping. Uh, enjoy your week. This will be posted on Sunday. Enjoy your week. Stay cool, stay safe, and I'll see you next week, guys, with Married to Children, the Camping Show. Bye.